Hello, and welcome to The Unique CPA. I'm your host, Randy Crabtree. The goal of our show is to keep you at the forefront of the changing face of public accounting by having conversations with fascinating leaders and bringing you their stories, insights, and advice. The Unique CPA podcast is brought to you by Trimerit, the specialty tax professionals. Today, our guest is Rob Zabirsky, although I really want it to be Zabirsky because he and I are both craft beer fans, but it's Rob Zabirsky. And Rob is a best-selling author of the book, Master Your Mind, which we will talk about today in addition to other things. He is a speaker, a trainer, a coach. He can expand on that as well. He helps clients develop their professional skills and positive mindsets to help them discover their potential and maximize their results. Rob, did I get that right? Yeah, I've probably edited it since then, but th- we're going to start with that's a great foundation. <laughs> All right. Well, f- I, I skipped the part of saying, Rob, welcome to the Unique CPA. Well, thank you, Randy. Long time listener, second time caller. Appreciate <laughs> you having me. You are a second time guest, so which is awesome. You and I uh, were together last year sometime, and, and I, I've told you personally, but I'm going to tell it on recording now. I've gotten really good feedback on, on your episode. And, and when our producer tells me the top rated episodes we've done, you're always listed in the top 10. So putting pressure on you. We need another good one here. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. No, that was a, yeah, that was a fun one. And, and, you know, selfishly speaking, I think that was probably impeccably timed with everything that was going on when we, when we recorded that one. So yep. I'm glad to hear that people got a lot out of it and hopefully we're implementing and using some of the stuff that we talked about. Yeah. But um, to go back, so here's what I do, Randy. I help people achieve next level results through next level thinking. So that's what I'm really helping people do is tap into the real power of their brain, the results producing part of their brain. Uh, you know, you've, you've heard work smarter, not harder. And it sounds awesome. And most people don't know what that means. And so yeah. I help people figure out what that means for themselves. Therefore, allowing them to achieve their next level of success. All right. And so we, we set this up like two months ago. So in the last two months, you could have sent me that new um, description uh, well, of what you do, but that's fine. We'll let it go. I, you know, I've been logging so many miles and standing in so many ballrooms, taking pictures of my, my shoes on the carpet nice. that I, yeah, I we'll go back and re-record this. One. I'll have to no. be a third, I'll, I'll have to be another, maybe I'll be another repeat offender. Like you can have me back for a third time. We will do that. And then we'll find I'll out, ask. man, we'll find out in a couple minutes, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, before we jump into, and we're going to kind of summarize what we did last time, and then we'll, we'll go into what we want to talk about this time. But before we do, I have one question for you, which entertains me and probably nobody else. But so Rob with two Bs, what's the deal with two Bs? Oh my God. That is maybe the <laughs> stupidest question. I'm just kidding. There's Okay. So this is a legit, I get this one all the time. So my first, my, my quick answer is how many Robs do you know with two Bs? Right. And most people are like, well, none. I'm like, well, now you know one. Congratulations. Exactly. Where it actually came from was in second grade. When I was in second grade, I moved to a new school and there was another Rob in the class. And we were both the same height. We looked alike. We were both into sports. We both did the same thing. We saw, like it was, it wasn't doppelganger, but it was close enough. And he went by, we just, we were always confusing. We were both at the end of the alphabet. He was his last name. So W mine was Z. And so one day I just, I made the decision. I'm like, all right, here's the deal. I don't like the way ROB looks. I don't, like, I don't want to be three letters in my name. Was, <laughs> what am I, eight? Totally. You know, just my self-awareness was through the roof, apparently. Nice. But so I'm like, I'm going to be, I'm going to be R-O-B-B, you be R-O-B. And he's like, that sounds great. I don't care. And it's stuck. 
You know they sound exactly the same though, right? I know. Yeah. <laughs> it allows me to say, well, how do you spell that? Uh, just like it sounds. All right. All right. Well, I got that out of the way. And I told you, I, I'm laughing. I can't help myself because I, I like the story. So I appreciate That's, that. I appreciate it. All right. Let's go into what we want to talk. Because last time we did talk, last time we were sitting doing this probably in May of 2020, maybe it was June we recorded. I think it was released yeah. in July. And obviously things were crazy. Things still haven't completely settled down but things were crazy then but cpas in general were just insanely crazy because you know we didn't know what was going on with taxis and it got extended again and it, it was non-stop and really it has been non-stop cpas have settled in i think they've done a really good job they've been very busy over the last year and a half but they've done a good job but last time we talked about you know staying with that positive attitude focusing on your goals and and i think uh, maybe you'll expand on this but it was kind of like getting your brain trained for success as things yeah. we were talking about this time I think we can go into discussion of, hey, we're going into this third pandemic tax season at this point. We're, we're, we're running pretty smooth, but still, CPA firms in general are probably understaffed. Everybody is. And CPA firms are understaffed. And, and so anything we can do to, I guess, help productivity, help things moving forward, that any advice you can give. And I think Master Your Mind, the book, and you can give us what the subtitle of that is, but Master Your Mind probably is a good way to go into that. Absolutely. So yeah, the book is, um, so yeah, we did. We talked about, we talked a lot about concepts of being aware of how to stay positive and have the right perspective, attitude, all the stuff that gets a ton of lip service at most of the conferences that people used to go to or now go to virtually, right? right. Goal setting, time management, all the stuff that, oh, I should be doing that, right? And so this call is a nice little follow-up to that. And then, you know, shameless self-promotion, we, we wrote a follow-up book to, to that train your brain for success. It's called Master Your Mind, Counterintuitive Strategies to Refocus and Re-Energize Your Runaway Brain. Okay. Um, and where this came from is in our literally two plus decades of working with professionals. You know, I, we talked about that. I, I have the privilege of working with people in a lot of different industries. You know, I, I've worked with accountants, you know, CPAs, engineers, car dealers. I do a lot of work in financial services in the insurance world. I work with dentists. Uh, one of my clients works for a pharmaceutical company and she's a marketing. And it's just, but kind of, it doesn't matter what you do. Our brains are just, they're hardwired to focus on some things. We talked a lot about, a little bit about this on the last one, negativity, urgency, and complacency are the things that our brains are hardwired to focus on. And they'll take us, I'll go so far as to say, we're kind of addicted to some of these things, mm -hmm. you know, especially when we get, we get pigeonholed into the ridiculousness of the last 18 to 24 months, right? We're used to going out. We're used to being out. We're used to seeing friends, we're used to getting together. We're used to actually not being stuck in our in our office or our cube or our home. And so like, okay, well, like our brain's going, we need something else to focus on. And it's, it's looking for, it's, it needs its fix, right? It needs that fix of negativity, urgency, and complacency. It shows up in different ways. It shows up in distraction. It shows up in spiraling vortex of death. Like, woe is me with the hits keep coming. Uh, it shows up in, I'm really uncomfortable going to the office. Or I'm really uncomfortable going out. It's just, it's, it's weird. It shows up in a lot of different ways. And so ultimately what it comes down to though, is your brain, it just, your brain runs like a mile a minute, if not faster. And what we've found is taking a, a proactive approach to slowing down hmm. your mindset, slowing down your thought process, slowing down what you do. And when you do that, it allows you to tap into this big, powerful results producing part of your brain called your subconscious and it'll actually allow you to achieve the results you're looking for way faster with way less effort 
just by slowing down. And that's why we call it a counterintuitive approach because most people are like, well, if I want better results, I got to do more. Mm-hmm. I got to get more clients. I got to get more returns done. I got to, I got to be fast. I got to read faster. I got to remember more. I got to do all this stuff. And the reality is if you do less, it declutters and you tend to get better results. There's a lot of different examples. We talk about people are like, what do you mean? Slow down. I can't slow down. And my, a couple of my favorite examples actually come from flying and American football. Like if you think about a pilot has, has a goal to get from the departing airport to the arrival airport, right? There's a whole conversation about a plane is off course 90% of the time, right? That whatever, we're not going to have that conversation. But what we are going to talk about is the most important thing that that pilot needs to do in order to achieve his goal of landing that plane is literally slow down the plane, right? Because of right. aerodynamics and right. airfoil and the way wings work at a certain speed, air pressure kicks in and lifts the plane, right? When you're below that speed, gravity takes over and the plane doesn't fly, right? So if you think about it, if a pilot didn't pay attention and actively slow down, he would fail miserably at his goal and you would read about it on the news. Like the plane's coming down eventually, but it ain't going to be pretty. Uh, My other favorite example is from American football. And, you know, Randy, I can't speak for you. It's, you know, as a as a lifetime bears fan. Oh boy. Maybe that's a whole nother episode. But, yes. But if you think about American football, you know, the rules state that in order to snap the ball, everyone has to be standing still or you, you can't be moving forward for, I think it's like two seconds before the ball is snapped. If you're moving, you know, if a false start offsides, whatever, it's a penalty. And you, you actually move backwards. You move away from the goal because you moved instead of sitting still and slowed down. So I just, I think these two examples, they're they're some of my favorites of understanding like, yes, this is how you slow down and why in order to get your, get the results, get the goals you're looking for faster. And literally in the case of football, you talk about with way less effort. Yeah. You're standing there. It doesn't get much less effort than that. So yeah, that's the, that's the kind of the gist of the book. And so there's a bunch of strategies and tactics and case studies of people who have, really implemented this concept a bunch of different ways. And so we actually, and I think this was the, the purpose of our call today is really, you know, what are some of those tips? What are some of those tools? What are those, some of those skills that people, you know, CPAs specifically who I'm not going to say in a new norm, but a new, they've established new comfort zones. Yep. Right. And there is an upcoming tax season and it's about to get ridiculous. And you're about to have that flurry of activity, maybe with less, players on the field to use right. a analogy, right? right you got right. whole employment and staffing and, and the size of the team. That's that I don't do HR. That's a whole nother right. episode. But ultimately I think a lot of us are tasked with doing more, being responsible for more, but we're using our old skills and we're using our old approach. Yep. So is there, I mean, I don't, you could tell me, is there you know, five tips that we can expand on? Or is there, can we give somebody, everybody some, something that they can use, that they can implement, you know, immediately? Obviously, they're not going to be an expert on this immediately, but is there some tips that they can, you know, listen to this in January and, and maybe help themselves for the next three months? No, so now, Randy, I've made fun of you for the, why is it spelled the two B's question earlier? And then this might be the smartest question I've ever heard today. <laughs> yes. Um, we've actually got, I, I do a program and we've got a supplemental program that goes with the book. So if I can throw a shameless self-promotion, another one out there. Sure. If you go to our website, Freedom Personal Development and snag a copy of the book, 
this is a, a bonus that we offer is you get a, a free audio version. That's a much more in-depth version of what I'm going to share with you. Now we have 10 tips for supercharging your productivity. So if you're taking notes, grab a pen and paper. If you're driving, do not grab a pen and paper. You may want to pull over though, because this is good stuff. Number one tip we always share with people is get hyper clear on your goals. The things that get a lot of lip service oftentimes is, is having goals. And there's a difference between goals and quotas. And there's a difference between we need to get this done and we want to get this done. And having clarity in your goals, like crystal clear image and picture for what that goal is that you want to achieve. When you do that, you actually tap into the power of that subconscious, which is that big, powerful results producing part of your brain. Because when you have a clear picture for what you want, it'll actually start chasing it down with no extra effort. So we hear a lot of positive vagals, like I want to get more clients, or I want to spend less time working, or I want to make more money, which sound great, but don't actually mean anything, right? $1 is I want to, I want to make more money. Well, here's a dollar, right? You know, I want to lose weight. Well, then go to the bathroom. Like, you know what I mean? They don't, they work, but they don't work. <laughs> so versus, you know, I want to be working with 150 clients in this range by this date, or I want to spend 70% of my time working with the top 80% clients. Like that's a, that's a clear goal, right? I want all of my returns done by at least X date, you know, get right. hyper clear on that. And your subconscious actually puts you in a situation where you have no choice, but to achieve that. So that's number one, number two and three actually are time management tips. We all have 168 hours and some people can get a ton done in 168. Some people can't get squat done in that 168. But there's a couple little tips you can do within those 168. They're going to help you maximize it. So number one is guard your green time. And green time comes from the seven-step process that we teach our clients about how to, basically, it's a calendar approach. It's a time management. I want to call it a solution. And then I'm not going to pretend like I got the silver bullet, right? It's, but it's a, it's a tip and a skill and, a, and an approach that we teach our clients that for most of them are finding 10 extra hours every week that they didn't know they had but it's all about compartmentalizing what you're working on and when you're working on it and doing it proactively. Green time being when you are doing your money-making efforts, right? The stuff that you do that directly puts money in your pocket. Decide when you're going to do that and then guard that. Like really guard that because because of your addictions to negativity, urgency, and complacency, distractibility comes up yep. and it'll steal all your green time. So turn your phone off, don't look at your email, that kind of stuff, or is there... Yeah, that's definitely part. Those are great tactics for guarding your green time. Yeah, anything right. that could distract you, you know, eliminate it. Yep. And then also just be real purposeful and mindful. And just sometimes it's going, yeah, I'm not available for that conversation right now. Right. I'd love to help you. I can't right now. Yep. You know, I'd love it. I know that you're, I know that you're dying to complain about Nancy, but like, I'm just not available to complain about Nancy right now. I got some stuff to do. So that's number one. Number two is use the daily big six. And this is can be easily confused with a to-do list and it's not a to-do list. What it is, and there's story after story, go on the interwebs and go to the Googles and type in Charles Schwab, Ivy Lee, you'll hear the whole story. Short version is, as really see you, at the end of your day, when you're done clearing your desk and getting ready to close up shop, get a note card, a three by five note card or a post-it note, something really small, and write a list of the six most important things you wanna accomplish the next day in the order of importance. When you show up, you work on the first thing. You're not allowed to work on the second one until the first one's done. When the first one's done, you cross it off. Then you work on number two. Can't work on number three until number two is done, so on and so forth. Uh, anything that doesn't get done uh, either gets moved to the top of the next day's list or it just gets crossed off because it wasn't important enough to accomplish. Reason being is most people I talk to, they have a to-do list. 
Uh, and it's usually like somewhere between 20 to three pages long. And I ask them, but how many things do you typically done in a day? And they always come back to me and say, yeah, usually like four to six. Well, <laughs> if you know you're capable of accomplishing four to six things a day, regardless of the size of your list, why not make them the four to six most important, impactful things? And then prioritize and focus on those. And that one is a big, like, I got one of my clients, she implemented that, that one approach and literally put $10,000 in income in her pocket in a week Well, because she stopped being distracted. Mm-hmm. She knew exactly what she wanted to do when she wanted to get it done. And it just so happened to net her and actually, and not, not revenue. I'm talking in pot in income, 10 grand. Right. So that daily big six. We call that net income in the net in, is that, oh, is that Is that the term? Thank you. I, <laughs> Everybody's got, everybody's got different lingo, man. <laughs> all right. Because I'm talking 10,000 in net income. <laughs> all right. All right. Yes. I hope I just said that right. I haven't done financial statements in a long time. We'll see. That's just, that's probably not something you want to admit, right? No, that's okay. Exactly. It's quite all I'm right. I'm a tax I mean, guy. I'm a tax <laughs> guy. I'm not an accountant. So, so no, well, here, then number four, and this kind of, yeah, use technology mindfully with barriers you enforce. You know, so this is really where one of the greatest pieces of technology that you can use mindfully and enforce barriers is your cell phone. Right. You know, you can, you, you can turn it off and there's probably somebody I'm hoping there's no one listening while they're driving and they didn't just like swerve off the road. When I said, yes, you can turn off your cell phone. I love the new, the new update for my iPhone has this focus. Yeah. You just put focus and it's like, it's training you what to do. I love it. Yep. Do not disturb is great. Changing your voicemail. Hey, this is Rob. I'm currently on a, podcast with Randy Crabgene, unavailable to return calls until after 1230 central, you know, do that out of office assistant on your email, all great with setting reminder using timers. You know, when you, if you want to work in a focused manner, set a timer for 30 to 90 minutes, set up on your, you know, use a phone, use an egg timer. I don't care. But when you got that tick, tick, tick going, that forces you subconsciously to work in a more effective manner because you know, you've got an end date, which brings me to number five compressed deadlines, right? We talked about setting that timer. I think it's Parkinson's law states that work will expand to fill the amount of time you have to complete it. Oh yeah. And, and you, I, you've seen this. Oh yeah. I know you've seen this because we've all seen, we're all human beings, right? If you got two weeks to finish a project, guess how long it's going to take you to finish that project? Yeah. Two weeks. You got two days to do that same project. It's a mirror. It's amazing how you finish it in two days. Yeah, so I have an example of that 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 I point to a lot is so so I'm president of a nonprofit and when I took over they had board meetings always scheduled for an hour and a half and they always took an hour and a half no matter what you had to talk mm-hmm. about. So at this point I've reduced them an hour and we get everything done in an hour. I bet if I reduce it to a half hour we get everything done in a half hour. So I yeah. com- completely agree to this. Well, one of our favorite stories, we had a client years ago who ran, he was, this, is, this guy was one of the busiest guys we'd ever met. He ran a catering company, a really successful one. He had like four or five kids. I think he had another full-time job. He was also the pastor of a 300 member congregation. Like this dude was, he had plenty going on. And so we're, Roger, my business partner was teaching this, you know, compressed deadlines lesson and he's taking notes and he, the guy literally throws his pen down. He goes, I just found 10 hours. <laughs> and we're like, oh, awesome. Like, can you tell me more? He goes, yeah. He goes, I got a catering company. We said, we know. He goes, yeah, I, I, I do about 10 orders a week from the time an order comes in for us to make all the food, plate all the food, prep it and get it ready to go. It's, it's usually about four hours, except sometimes it's not. Sometimes an order comes in a little late or they need a little early. We only have three hours to make the food, prep the food, get it ready to go. 
Except sometimes we don't have three hours. Sometimes it's an emergency and we only have two hours. And well, for those are situations, four hours, three hours, or two hours, where do you think they found out they were most effective? Yeah, two hours? No. <laughs> it was three. It was the three. Oh, really? Oh, you I go back. Have, he said, was a trick I gave you a giant yeah. hint. I, I do know. 10 orders a week. Yeah. No, but this is a legit story. He goes, it was three hours. He goes, at four hours, we are delivering top-notch right. food and service and quality. At two hours, we're admittedly cutting some corners. Yeah, that makes sense. We're, we're missing a tomato here some saran wrap there, you know, nobody's sneezing in the food, but there's, we're cutting corners and we're, we're stressed out at three hours. We've found that every single scenario, we are delivering the same quality as a four hour order, but because we got just that little bit more urgency, we're having way more fun and everybody's more focused. Right. And out 10 orders a week. I'm just going to tell people they don't have four hours anymore. They have three. Right. So I could have done that math. And I didn't. So we're going to edit that out. No, we're not going to edit that out. That's fine. That's fine. Way, you know? <laughs> All right. So that's number five is, is compress those deadlines. Uh, number six is this kind of goes back to our last episode. Practice the positive. You know, choose positivity. Upgrade your inputs. Really pay better attention to what you read, what you watch, what you listen to, the questions you ask yourself, and the people you surround yourself with. We all have these addictions. Our brains are all of our, all, every single human being, our brains are addicted to some version of negativity, urgency, and complacency. And I'm not saying this in a Debbie Downer way. I'm just helping raise your level of awareness for where the people you're dealing with, where the brains operate. Understanding also that your focus determines your reality. If you're focused on positivity, your reality is going to be a more positive experience. If you're focused on negativity and problems, you're going to find more problems. And you're going to have some bumps in the road and a rough go of it. And then you're going to find other people that want to just complain. So I said, I'm not available to complain about Nancy right now. I think Tom is available. Go talk to Tom (laughs) about Nancy for a while. I got some stuff to do. But really take an active role in, in looking for the good, choosing to see the good and practicing positivity. Yep. I think that's great. I need to work with my wife on this one from one standpoint. Don't get it. If she hears this, don't get mad at me. We but, can always edit it out. Um, she, uh, fantasy football, the second game start. Oh, I'm going to lose this week. And she can't control it, but still yeah. it is. But she was right. First week of the playoffs, she had the best team, first place, highest point total. She did lose this week. So well, she couldn't control it, but it, it makes the viewing experience a little it, bit less positive. It adds a whole new, new dimension. I, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm with you. Yep. But what's funny, you know, what's funny too, though, is on the flip side of this, I, I don't want to talk about me, but I, I would love to be able to make this stuff up, but I, I don't want to. You know, I was looking at my year-end numbers. You know, here we are nine days away from the end of the year and looking at my numbers. I'm like, I had a milestone in mind that I wanted to hit for the year. And I was just a tad bit shy of that, which, you know, I'm not a super fan of. But while I'm looking at the numbers, my phone rings and it's somebody calling me going, hey, I saw you speak last week and I know you do coaching. Can I hire you to be my coach? Hmm. And I know how much I charge for coaching. I'll be damned if that milestone didn't just get blown out of the water. There so, you, you know, it's, and I've been focused on that in a positive manner. And I, when you focus on what you want in a positive way, it's amazing how it shows up for you yep. and then vice versa as well. Yep. Uh, number, what are we on? Seven, uh, get micro, get micro where this one comes from is you don't have to do a hundred things a hundred times better to get a hundred percent better result. 
you find one thing, you get a little bit better at that. And that's going to have a ripple effect on everything you do. We call it the winning edge theory. You know, since Arlington shut down, we can still talk about horse racing, Mm -hmm. but you know, horses, it's literally called win by a nose. And that first place horse wins a pretty, pretty purse. Mm -hmm. The second place horse, you know, there's a payoff, but it's a fraction of what the first place horse won. And the first place horse is rarely, even if it's winning by a length, that's a second or a fraction of a second. Fraction, yeah. Right? A fraction of a second leads to an exponentially greater payday. That horse wasn't exponentially greater. It was a fraction of a second greater. Right. So you take that approach and you don't have to have this massive shift and upheaval and change to get a better result. Find one little thing, right? If that's starting your day with a better affirmation, if that's, you know, having a better, more energetically designed goal, if that's taking 30 minutes out of your day to just go rest, which I'll come back to in a second, like that's doing one thing a little bit better and that's going to have a positive impact on you. So get micro. Uh, Number eight, Take time for renewal. I just said, take you, give yourself a break. Your body needs, you got to recharge the battery, man. Mm-hmm. There's a reason we plug our phones in overnight. And for some of us during the day as well, like that sucker drains. And if it's drained, you can't be productive. So your body and your mind needs the same thing. You got to step away and you know, we get help, get invested, get away. Or the, that's the three gets with regards to making a mental and results breakthrough. So start with, just take time regularly for renewal, at least quarterly. I had a friend of mine in the dental world. He goes, if you're not taking at least two weeks off every quarter, you're working too hard. You're going to burn mm-hmm. yourself out. And, mm-hmm. and I got to say, I don't, I don't know that I think that's too off in your world either. No. You guys and gals are nose of the grindstone, especially it's a marathon of sprints for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know? no, that's true. It's, it, and so you've got to, you've just got to, Give yourself that gift and grace of taking time for renewal. Last two, I'm going to finish strong if that's all right. Yeah. Number nine, start and end your day intentionally. Start and end your day intentionally. I'll tell you the two, my two favorite ones are having really effective affirmations in the beginning of your day and then practicing gratitude at the end of your day. Hmm. I call it also known as doing a pre-brief and a debrief you know, pre-briefing yourself with, it's going to be a great day. I'm a money magnet. I have zero emotional attachment to money. It's time to make the donuts. You know, that's, that's what I say to myself every day. Other people, something amazing is going to happen to me today. Just pre-brief, basically telling your brain, this is what's going to happen. And at the end of your day, you do a debrief. Great. Great. Where was I? Where was it a great day? Where was I a money magnet? Where did I have zero emotional attachment to money? Where did I make the donuts? Hmm. Where, what am I grateful for from today? And just doing that intentionally, knowing that when you do so, it gives your brain a better picture for what it really wants. And it's going to do everything it can to go make that happen over and over and over again. Because as easy it is to be addicted to the bad stuff, you can still create an addiction for good stuff as well. Yep. So let me expand on that. So starting with intention, I mean, that is like, like you said, positive affirmation. Is there Mm -hmm. other examples of that? Like my day is almost always started with a workout yeah. I don't know, but I'm not mentally getting myself prepped, but I feel like energized after I work out. So is yeah. that a form of uh, intentional Absolutely. Day? Okay. I, I would, I would say yes. Okay. Yeah. It's at the end of the day, I, I care what you do. And then I don't care what you do. Yep. 
But I can sit on the uh, elliptical and and think positive thoughts while I'm working out. I'll be doing double duty then. Right. But I'm not slowing down. Then I'm going faster. (laughs) It's all right. Well, listen, it's, you know, (laughs) game within a game here. Got it. (laughs) Instead of waking up and going, oh, God, what's going to happen to me today? Yep. Nope. Perfect. That's that's what we're trying to get to. Yep. Get your, I don't care what you do. If that's a workout, if that's an affirmation, if that's a, a playlist on YouTube that fires you up. If that's, right. you know, listen to Gary V cause you like F bombs. Like that's awesome. <laughs> Go for it. You have a friend who meditates every morning for a half hour and he swears by it and gets him ready for the day. Yep. I, have, I have a lot of friends that are uh, like that. Yep. Absolutely. Can I, can we talk in the morning? She goes, no, I'm meditating. Right. right. Great. I'm not going to interrupt you. Like I want you on top of your game when we talk. Right. So yeah, those are, those are all great examples. Just anything that gets you in a, I'll say a positive state of mind and risk of sounding repetitive. Again, I, I'm going to say what I said again, anything that's going to help you get to the place where you're going, all right, here's what's going on today. Instead of Ugh, what's going on today, what right. do I have going on? And then number 10, I always get this one's, this one's a, a fun one. Avoid multitasking. Hmm. Yeah. This, one, this one's tough, right? When you're in that marathon of sprints, there's listen, there's times when you don't have a, I'm going to, I'm going to say you don't have a choice. You always have a choice, but there are times when you just, you know, you got to listen to a podcast while you're driving, right? There's times when you've got to be hitting respond, reply to an email when you're on hold, right? Avoid it because you're never actually multitasking your task switching. You're never giving a hundred percent to either of those, those tasks. And what I tell people is there's no such thing as multitasking. There's simply a willingness to suck at more than one thing at the same time. So that's, it's a, it's a PG 13 version of saying <laughs> just never giving a hundred percent of those situations. So those, those 10 tips, you know, those are, those are some things that are proven in some of the work that we've done with our clients to help, help you slow down that runaway brain of yours, help you become more purposeful, help you get clear on what you want and tap into that results generating part of your brain. Right. Well, I think that's all awesome information. I think that's stuff that, that people can implement. And I think that'll help during tax season. Maybe give us an example of somebody you've done one-on-one coaching with that has implemented this and what that's done for them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So ton of examples in the book. I go back to my girl who utilized that daily big six tip. She put an extra 10K in her pocket, that income, <laughs> just by using this it's a strategy, but it's also a tactic. It's one of those like blended ones. You know, she, she and her team implemented that. And within seven days, you know, <laughs> it, it, it paid for itself. It was a, right. it was a very oh, yeah. positive ROI. Right. You know, you go back to the idea of getting hyper clear on your goals and deadlines, compressing deadlines. I had a, I had a coaching client of mine years ago. We, we haven't worked together in a while. We're really good friends, but he likes calling me up every now and again to brag. When he and I met, he was a financial advisor. He still is a financial advisor. Um, but you talk about, you know, the, the specialist kind of people who are trained to do a certain thing very well. Mm-hmm. And he showed up to our first coaching session with six cross-linked leading activity, lagging activity, Excel spreadsheets. And he was using this as his gauge for mapping out his week. You know, we talk about, you know, this is kind of a, there's the guard your green time. There's the daily big six. There's the compressed deadlines. There's the uh, get hyper clear in your goals. There's uh, avoid multitasking. There's start small. You know, all of them are kind of encompassed by my boy, Dane, or my guy, Dane, I should say. He's a grown man. And he comes to me with these six 
linked, cross-linked spreadsheets, Excel spreadsheets with leading indicators, lagging indicators, you know, leading activities, lagging result, and all this stuff. And I'm like, oh my God, I told him, like, he goes, well, what do you think of all this? I go, Dana, I think you've engineered the bleep out of your entire life. And we had a good laugh about that. I said, I need you to do me a favor. Just put that all away and just trust, just trust me. And so we got to working together and we, we got really clear on what was important to him and his goals. And his goals were to spend more time fishing with the kids, right? Yeah. And so we just built a whole clear picture around, okay, well, what do you need to produce to give you the amount of time that you want to be spending with your kids? And what do you need to produce to buy the new sexy boat that you want to go fishing? You know, and build a pond in your backyard. You know, he'd done a lot. He'd been very, he was, he'd, he'd gotten to a very good level of success, but you know, he was also, he had done it very, very tasky numbers oriented. Right. And when we stepped away from that and really got a clear picture for what, what he wanted life to look like income, time off, philanthropy, running a team, vacation, time off is a big one. Dude took 12, he's regularly taking 12 weeks of vacation every year. Nice. And he's making twice what he was making before we started working together. It's funny because it was about it was right it was right after the first of the year this when we were working together. We hadn't talked for a couple weeks. I'm like, hey, how's it going? How you been? He goes, man, this uh, this subconscious thing. I think it's got to figure it out. I'm like, well, what happened? He goes, I can't get people to stop chasing me down to give me money. Was <laughs> that a problem? He's like, no, it's not. He goes, I just I I said, well, you know. Are you filling that out on your spreadsheets? He's like, I don't even know what happened to those spreadsheets. Hey, nice. You know, he, we had just moved him away from this whole busy, 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 fill in, the, fill in the cell, put the right equation in, you know, all that stuff. It was just, we got it a lot more tapping into utilizing all the stuff I just shared with you, understanding how to literally master his mind and doubles his income, taking 12 weeks of vacation a year, has the boat, has the house, time with the kids, all all this stuff, the, like the dream life, the ideal life, he's living it. So nice, nice. hopefully that's a, a decent example. No, I think that's a, that's a nice putting it all together. Before we wrap up, I'm going to ask you about you know how people can get a hold of you and all that. Uh, um, but before that, what is what is Rob Z? Rob with two B Z. Rob with two B Z. Do when he or enjoy doing when he's not uh, coaching and telling people how to be more mindful. Well, yeah, I love. Let's see. I think cocktail aficionado is the least substance abusey sounding way to put that. <laughs> I do. I still beers for gears is still rocking and rolling at my yeah. second biggest season ever this nice. year. I do bicycle repairs and tune ups uh, out of my garage and you have the option of compensating me in cocktails, which is nice. Yeah. Uh, so I love doing that. I love to ride. I do love riding my bike. I, I did not get out as much as I wanted to this year, but that's okay. I was working on them. I love fishing. I'll throw a line in the water. I had the opportunity to go deep sea fishing. We won't get into the story. Short version is we had been working on an incentive trip that we'd earned two years ago. We went down to Venice, Louisiana, end of the country, literally like road, 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 water okay. in the Delta. Deep sea fishing, yellowfin tuna. It was the day before they evacuated for Ida. Oh, so wow. yeah. Right. If I could, if I could ride my bike to a fishing hole and have a cocktail, woo! Yeah, you got them all three and you tied it together. And I love hanging out with the kids. Well, yeah. <laughs> we should probably focus on the fishing and the biking. That sounds way healthier. 
<laughs> well, I talk about craft beer a lot on this show and, okay. and other things. So that's a, that's one of mine. All right. Uh, well, we should probably wrap up. So if anybody wants to hear more about this or talk to you or reach out to you or find out more about you, what's the best way they can look you up? Yep. So we'll run through the, we'll run through the gamut. Best email address is Rob Z R O B B Z at deliverfreedom.com. Uh, my company's website is freedompersonaldevelopment.com. You can go to our book section. You can check out my book. You can check out or the book that Roger and I wrote. You can check out Roger's book, Train Your Brain for Success and Master Your Mind. Uh, we put together some nice bonuses if you want to pick those up. We've got plenty of free training options available as well. So if you go to freedompersonaldevelopment.com forward slash train my brain, uh, you can actually get access to a program that companies pay us thousands of dollars to travel around and, and share with their employees. So that, that can get that. Uh, I'm on LinkedIn as Rob Zabersky. I'm on Facebook. I'm on uh, Twitter and Instagram as at Rob Z speaker. I live in Arlington Heights. Eventually I'll get back to the Tuscan. All right. Thursday nights, I'm a leader for my son's Boy Scout troop over at St. Simon's. Please don't find me there. That's <laughs> family time. I think. While I am, while I am the communications merit badge counselor, like, let's just let's go to the other ones instead. All right. But yeah, that's it. And um, I'd love to hear from you. Connect with me on social. Shoot me a line. Drop me a drop me a line. Let me know how I can help. If you're ready to, if you're if you feel like you've found the top, you found the ceiling, or you're plateaued, and you're you know there's more for you and you know that you haven't figured out how to get there on your own, uh, that's where I do a really good job of helping folks out. Perfect. Well, Rob, really appreciate you being on for a second time. You're, you're one of maybe three two-time guests at this point. So. Mm. I want a jacket <laughs> like they do on SNL if we get to five. All right, we'll do that. In fact, so. I like that. I didn't even think about that. We're gonna put the we're yeah. gonna get the unique CPA jackets out there. Maybe we won't we're, even wait till five. Maybe we'll do we're it. Gonna, I was gonna say we'll, we can skip two because I don't want to be known as a two timer. Just for the record, <laughs> right, we'll that I up. have bigger aspirations than that. Than a two timer. All right, <laughs> all right. Well, again, thanks a lot, and I want to thank everybody for listening today. And thank you for joining us today. And you can find all the links and show notes for today's episode, as well as more about Trimerit at theuniquecpa.com. Remember to subscribe and join us for our next episode, where we'll be going beyond compliance into forging new pathways of delivering value to clients, diversifying your revenue streams, and leading edge management techniques and styles. This has been a production of Twin Flame Studios. 